August 15, 2009, the Buena Park, California Police Department received a 911 call from a man saying that he had found the body of what appeared to be a child in a suitcase. When the police arrived at 7.30 a.m., they discovered it was not the body of a child but that of a woman. That wasn't the only thing they found when they opened the lid of the suitcase. Hello, and welcome to the Macaw Family Codcast. Podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Stephanie, and with my co-host for the day, Mom! Mom's here, and we are here for episode one of our Playboy Murder series, and you did watch it. Oh my God, yes. But you forgot about it. Well, no, well, no, well no. you started to remember No, it. I remember I watched it after we had talked about it that week. That was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. I couldn't remember... Where I pulled it up off the TV. I wanted to get, because it's, I'm doing one every other week. Every, like, yep. I find yep. that doing it every other week makes it easier for me to, to get research, to, to write it out, stuff like that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it was a week, well, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That I wanted to get here to record yesterday, but we worked yep. a little yep. later than I thought we were going to. Yes, not me. No, no, no. Actually, I had vet visit. Vet visit. Vet visit. Visit. How'd that go? Vet visit. There we go. Say it. <laughs> hundred times. <laughs> and the farrier yesterday. So they get the, shoes or no shoes? No shoes. No, just checking. Um, yeah, he shaves them down. Feet check. Yep. Trims his little tootsies. And how is everybody? Good, Mr. M. I got to pick up some salve for his eye. Um, so we'll just stop oozing the poor. Old He's man. Blind. Yeah. He's old. Yeah, but... <laughs> You wouldn't know it. He runs around like a maniac. Oh, my God, yeah. And Tonto's good. Tonto's got uh, falling hawks, which His um, legs. it's a ligament that runs up the back of the leg, and um, that's just getting weaker. It's a, it's going to happen. Old man stuff. Yep. Yeah. So just making comfortable. And- I was watching... Have you heard of you've watched Impractical Jokers, right? Yes. So Joe Gatto makes me watch it. <laughs> Joe Gatto, one of the guys on it, yeah. adopts dogs that are like at the end of their life. Yep. The dogs yep. that are Hospice. in shelters. Yeah. Yeah. And shelters that are gonna basically die alone. He right. Adopts, he adopts all these dying dogs. <laughs> Just That's so like, actually the vet did that, does that too. She's got uh hospice dogs and she goes, I had one dog that was living forever and I felt awful thinking it's like when are you gonna die <laughs> you know she goes and when actually i moved here she died oh i know but so. it's a, it just reminds me of because all the animals you get are, are rejects <laughs> kind of. that's okay they know i love them <laughs> <laughs> but i mean tonto's you've had him for what 10 years yeah longer yeah jesus like 13 14 now jeez i'm crow because yeah got him when he was he was about 16. And yeah, and you got him at the same time as... Dunny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dunny was a little bit older. That's wild. Mm-hmm. You and your farm of... Old geriatrics. Old yeah, <laughs> your geriatric <laughs> farm. <laughs> so, all righty. Before we get started, I'm going to cite my sources. Um, Since the idea came from the series, The Playboy Murders on mm-hmm. Discovery Plus, that's obviously my main... It was. It's pretty good, so I suggest, you know, after the... I uh, see how accurate that she is. 
Me? Yeah. yeah. So Holly, the, the main lady on there yeah. that talks, yeah. she's like the executive producer. She mm-hmm. was Hef's girlfriend, stuff like that. I go to Nathan and go, I like the name Holly. He goes, no, I know you want to name it after the Holly Madison, the Playboy model. I was like, well, that's not all she does. But <laughs> no, I've never heard of a kid named Holly. It's a Holly Brown down the street. Oh, is there? Yeah, I went to school with a Holly. I, but no, Holly Hobby. I mean, that's when the well, time was really. Back yeah. in the, probably, this probably Holly's my age. Yeah, you're, and I told Nathan, I go, there's no Stephanie's. There's no kid in Mikhail's grade named Stephanie. Mm-mm. And not when I was going to school. Nathan's like, well, I dated three Stephanies. You're the third one. I'm, I'm like, yeah. you just must like Stephanie. <laughs> no, you like but it's just like names. Like oh, better. Jesus Christ. What are you doing? I just, sorry, everyone. I just dropped my foot over <laughs> the, the cord. cord. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, there's names that just feel like they fall out of popularity. Stephanie was so yep. popular when I was a yep. kid. Because everybody right, and their mother was named Stephanie. You still had to spell it. Yeah. <laughs> and Nicole... Nicole, same thing. Same yeah. thing with her. I didn't go. To, I went to school with one Nicole, and, then and that was the only Nicole's one the best whole... friend's name, Nicole. <laughs> and then I moved to Lebanon, and our next door neighbor had a Stephanie and a Nicole. Yep. <sighs> and what else? The like Catherine. Mm-hmm. Did you go to school with Catherines, or you yes. knew? Nathan's Lots of Catherines. Grandmother's named Nancy Catherine. Nancy Catherine. He's yeah. like, what about Nancy? I was like, no, I can't Catherine? do Nancy. Catherine, I think, is cute. Yep. But I don't want her to be called Kathy. You don't have to. Cat. Mm-hmm. But no, we. He's like, what about Nancy? I was like, no, because we know Nancy. Nan. No. Nancy. Nan. No offense to anybody named Nancy. It's just we know a Nancy, and she's not the greatest person so in the world. Just kind of put it right there. Some names, like that's the whole thing too. When you think of names, you think of somebody, somebody you know. That's, well, somebody if there's somebody that you don't carries like, the name yeah. good. Exactly. You know, if you know somebody that you don't like the name, you're like, kind of mm. deters you from it. They told him, like, I don't see your grandmother as Nancy. I see her as Gigi. And yeah. then you want to name the kid Gigi? He goes, no. <laughs> hey, if you think about it, Tucker. Yeah. That's a nickname. What's, from, his, what's his actual uh, name? Um, no, that's his name. Oh, okay. It's Tucker. But he got it from his uh, great grandfather. They called him Tucker as a nickname. What was his name? Do you know? Lorenzo. Oh, of Jackie's middle name. Yes. Yeah, okay. So that was his dad's name, but they always called him Tucker. Oh. So when Todd had Tucker, he named it Tucker. I like Lorenzo better. I like, yeah. Yeah, I like Lorenzo. I like Jack. I know Tucker. Yeah, right. (laughs) How how do you go from that to that? I I have no idea, you know, and I should ask the story about it before. I remember Momoa telling, I don't know if she specifically told us, but Jack Mm -hmm. hated being called Jackie. Because really? uh, one of Momore's friends would call him Jackie, and he would yeah. hate it. Only that friend. Well, part, well, but when we started doing it, it was yeah. fine. Yeah, it was and that he, friend that I don't know who did that. I think it was like probably normally or something. <laughs> Maybe Carol. Probably. Mm-hmm. There you go. But mm-hmm. I mean, we called him Jack. He was always Jackie. He was always Jackie. And me. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't imagine calling him Grandpa. He was, was just Jackie. a little shortly after they got together that we all started calling him Jackie. Yeah, it just worked. Yeah. Yep. It just worked. Anyways. Whatever. <laughs> so the TV show, if you guys want to watch it, like I said, Discovery Plus. This is We're going off of episode one. And uh, Holly Madison, I said, is one of the producers on it. And I think she has a lot of input on it when mm-hmm. it comes to Playboy. She lived there for seven years. She's got the inside story. She does have a lot of mm-hmm. stories. I read her book, mm-hmm. but 
she definitely knows what it's like to be one model to yep. live there and you know and stuff actually like that. play play the role exactly uh-huh in her in the uh her sit stick <sighs> she's in the same place the other girl was yep oh yeah she mm-hmm. was mm-hmm so, Jasmine Fiore was born February 1981 and grew up in California as an only child. Her father left the family when she was nine years old, so she was raised by a single mom. Mm-hmm. I can relate. Well, my dad didn't leave, but... Oh, he's still in the picture. Yeah, kind of. It's still. Kind of. <laughs> it's devastating. Jasmine was bubbly and kind. Everyone who knew her said that she was very smart and would be under... She would underestimate her looks. Uh, un- she would be underestimated because of her, <laughs> her looks. looks yes of how smart she is she's smart and yep. pretty and pretty and people so just people think you got a dumb blonde looking yep. at you yep yep and i think that was a lot of the cases when it came mm-hmm. to like the playboys oh with a lot of girls yeah you'll be so surprised at how many of them could have been our our lawyers or doctors like or going to school for um, one of the girls on the show the girls next door is which the show i really mm-hmm. like bridget which is one really good friends with holly yeah she had a master's in yeah. communications. She yeah. was still going to college while living there. Well, that's it. it. Some of these girls will take that opportunity. Yeah. Other girls just want that life. They, yep. That, that was the case, mm-hmm. too. I remember listening to their podcast and they're talking about before the show started, when Holly first moved in there, there was a group of girls. They call them the mean girls. Yeah. were there for money. Yeah. They get a thousand dollars a week and. They would get pissed at Holly if Holly couldn't get them more money or better stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, They're just there for the ride. To get famous, to become a model. Yeah. Because they thought dating half would get you... Get you there. There. You have a hair in your eye. Do you not see it? (laughs) Is that better? Yes. Okay. So the Playboy Mansion had this... Not like anybody can see. It was just bugging you. It was! (laughs) I'm going to put a petition up so you can't see me. <laughs> so the Playboy Mansion had this schedule of events that would happen every week. Mm-hmm. Like Hef, I guess, is really, do, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, he's older, so I'm sure he's got his little schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Monday would be Manly Monday. Would Hef would have his guy friends over? They play like games, like yep. card games, and then watch a movie. They would have like buffet dinners and a movie. So all these people would come over, have dinner, and then they'd watch a movie. Yep. Um, and then they'd have club nights, I think it was like Wednesday and Fridays. So it's a party. Well, it's just like he had to schedule. Yeah. Right. right. Um, and one of the other events was called fun in the sun and Mm -hmm. that happened every Sunday. People would come sit at the pool. They'd have barbecue, stuff like that. So I mean, it's different people. You'd have like a constant group of friends. Oh, doing nothing. They're accomplishing nothing. Well, like that's what Holly would started. She took realty realtor classes. That's what I she mean. got they her. They must yeah. have a lot of uh, all they have to do is stuff. Nightlife. Yeah. So all day. But long. if they weren't going out with Hef, yep. they had to be home by nine. That's okay. And that, but that's why, like, these women had to be like he's like, oh, you have to be home by nine. Yep. That's he he can date seven women. No, but he I guess he stayed up late. He'd sleep until noon. <laughs> he, he didn't want to worry all night. I don't think he gave a shit. No. He just didn't want them having fun without him. He's a narcissist. Yeah, I see. I never, yeah. I never saw any kind of um, talk show with him on it or anything to see exactly his thoughts. He and- was obsessed with being famous. Like, he oh. wanted famous people around him. He wanted to be famous. 
yeah, like anytime you saw him, it was so and, curated yeah. into what you know what I mean. He yeah. wanted you to see. Yeah, like he had final edit of the show, The Girls Next Door, because oh, the show right, was about he owned them. The mm-hmm. first year that they were there, they weren't getting paid. Jeez. They told him, "Oh, you're replaceable. You, why would we pay you?" Yeah, and Holly was like, "We're spending money to be on the show. We have right. to buy all these outfits to go right. to out." So finally, they were able to get paid. They didn't even have a contract till the last season. Mm. They just signed over the rights to mm-hmm. be shown. What happened to um, uh, what's her name? She ended up going out with uh, basketball. Oh, oh no, uh, football. Football. Hank Be- Kendra. Yes, she like does like random shows and stuff like that. Yes. But they're not friends. They had like a falling out because Holly told the truth about what she experienced. Mm-hmm. Kendra's like, oh, that's not what happened. It's like, but Hollywood had been there for like three years before Kendra. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, we're going on about okay, a different show. Okay. This <laughs> so, poor, poor Jasmine. We didn't mean to leave you in the. Uh, every Sunday, these people would come over for fun in the sun. Mm-hmm. But in order, as a female, to be invited, you have to wear a bathing suit. No, you had to first have a Polaroid taken and basically give it to have had to approve the women that went there. They had to be oh. pretty enough to go. Oh, my God. You can get away with that? He did. It's his house, I guess. This it, is that's discrimination. People can file suits against that, whether it's public or private. Don't I'm you not, think? I, well, I it's his house, I suppose. You don't have to I have I don't people. know. I guess it's private. Okay. But he wanted, you know, beautiful women. So yeah. he yeah. had to have, and like I said, but it had to be what, approved. What's beautiful, only his taste is, yeah. is okay. Yes. It's okay. for him. So he can oh. look at these people. You know Who what I mean? he thinks is Yes. There you All go. All right. So he likes blondes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just, just so Jasmine was one of the girls allowed to come over and enjoy fun in the sun at the mansion. During her time there, she met and became very good friends with one of uh, Hef's girlfriends at the time. Her name was Stacy. A quote Stacy used to describe Jasmine was, quote, she was not stuck up. She was very sweet, very soft-spoken, very nice and courteous, end quote. So I can imagine living that life at the Playboy Mansion. You'll meet a lot of people who yeah. come to try to be friends with you, to get close to half. Yep. And then who come to just be friends. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Who's just looking for that the paycheck that type yeah. of atmosphere. So Jasmine was an ambitious woman, but everything she tried to get was for on her own terms. Yep. Like she wanted to be a model. She did it on her own terms. Right. Right. She's she not there to be. kind of like by the book and... Not a goody two shoes, but is, is she's not gonna be shoes. friends with somebody that's half's girlfriend just to become a playmate. You know what right. I mean? Like she's right. genuine. She wants to do it on her own yeah. accord. Uh, according to Mark Ebner, an investigative journalist, quote, she wanted the world and she went after it, end quote. Yep. She's putting herself there. Yep. In the early two thousands, Jasmine auditioned to be a playmate, which is a whole process. Mm-hmm. Although she didn't make it, she did start working with Playboy Golf in two thousand four. She became a girl of Playboy Golf. So Playboy Golf had tournaments. Yep. You know, like the one we have over here. Right, in the Outlook. But they're more of a party. Like, they have all these Playboy playmates yeah, and stuff. and The girls are out there in the little outfits yeah. bringing cocktails on yeah, the Yeah, each hole has, like, it's different events. Bar. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so they have dozens of Playboy girls working yep. the events at yep. More specialty drinks, games, and just fun. I yep. mean, the guys were talking about there were some people that came to play golf that never touched their golf clubs. You know what I mean? <laughs> they usually don't. <laughs> she And she was, I guess, really loved at Playboy Golf and was a very hard worker there. Yep. 
Jasmine isn't the only Playboy thread in the story, actually. Oh. Megan Hauserman was a Playboy cyber girl and worked for Playboy Promotions. So she, I don't she quite behind know. Behind the scenes? No, cyber girl is like, they're not in the magazine. It's kind of mm-hmm. online. Okay. Uh, in promotions. So she, right. Playboy Promotions, basically, they send her places. And right. She's like, oh, I'm a play, you know what I mean? Right. Stuff like that. She's a spokeswoman of the Playmates. Basically, yeah. Well, not spokeswoman, but, but she, face. Yeah, she would go to this event as mm-hmm. a Playboy, you know. Not only was she a model, a Playboy model, but she was a reality TV girl. Mm-hmm. So she started out on a show called Beauty and the Geek, where a pretty girl, a pretty dumb, that? oh, 2000s, early okay. 2000s, yeah. Okay, pretty um, girl hooks up with a geek. No, it's so a pretty dumb girl is teamed up with a smart, ugly guy. Yeah. And they compete. They're not like, there's no love. They compete against other teams to win. Right. So what happened? Stupid. I'm sure. It didn't last very long. So yeah. (laughs) She um, also did a couple more shows. She did uh, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. I remember that. Yeah. And then she did Rock of Love, like Charm School, where they talk the losers to. It was so stupid. Dope. Her and Sharon Osbourne got in like a fist fight. Hey, go Sharon! <laughs> <laughs> On the show, Megan was looking. Oh, so she then got her own reality show after all mm-hmm. these called Megan Wants a Millionaire. Okay. So on the show, Megan's looking for a guy that had a net worth of at least a million dollars. And on that show, I vaguely she, remember yeah. that show. I, I don't think I watched it. But. On that show, she met Ryan Jenkins. Oh no! Here's the the bad guy. I did like one of those things like bum 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 (laughs) (laughs) when I say his name I don't know what I can't do like I have I have all these things friends so Ryan Jenkins (laughs) (laughs) there's a slap so Ryan Jenkins was born in February 1977 in Victoria Canada he was the son of a prominent architect from Canada there's, there you go, Stephanie. Good job with that writing. <laughs> Ryan himself was a real estate developer. Himself. Himself. <laughs> I wrote Ryan himself was a real estate developer himself. himself. <laughs> he went onto the reality show Megan Wants to Be a Millionaire and toted himself as a millionaire. Okay. So, like I said, he toted himself as a millionaire. Yeah. Later it was found How out. How did he get away with it? They didn't. They didn't. So uh, he was from gold Can- member we'll t- him. We'll talk about it. But okay. He was from Canada. Yeah. So. The um, background checkers for America mm-hmm. had to like send it up to a different background checker okay, from Canada, Canada, and they didn't do a good job. Obviously, like uh, this whole story ch- kind of changed how background checks and stuff like that work. Come about during reality shows, yeah. Yep, I would hope. So he wasn't a millionaire; his dad was. Apparently, there was some issues, like I said, with his background check. While he was living in Canada, he actually pled guilty to two thousand six. In 2006, to assaulting his then girlfriend. Okay. So he, before Domestic he even got salt. on the show, yeah. What do they call it? Uh, I I thought I wrote what it was, but yeah. no, it was just basically like assault. Right. A Canadian judge ordered him to complete domestic violence and sex addiction counseling, and he was also sentenced to 15 months probation and 80 hours of community service. So he sexually no. assaulted her. I don't know why. Yeah, why sex addiction? Yeah. So yeah, I'm thinking. So it never says, but he he assaulted a girlfriend before. So he, right. this wasn't brought up in the show. Like he, they didn't find that in his background. Really? 
they should. I mean, even I was in able Canada, to find it. <laughs> Canada's like the the um, cousin country, uh, right? None of this was known with about him until the end of our story, which is wild. So, like, keep that in the back of your mind that he likes to assault people. Yep. Whilst on the sh- he was on the show, him and Megan really hit it off, and we're talking even after the cameras wrapped for the day. Uh-oh. So Megan found Ryan's number, and they were communicating during filming. Yep. Yep. Ryan has a no no. Yep. Ryan had really fallen for Megan, and vice versa. I mean, this is how reality shows work. I right. mean, come on. Right. I, I, I yeah, can't right? believe what you see when you watch. Not at all. Uh-uh. Ryan was slowly making it to the end of the show, and it looked like Megan was going to choose him to win the show and be her boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Already decided. Yep. Once the mm-hmm. pro- once uh, the producers got wind of this, they said that picking Ryan wasn't an option. He did not interview well. <laughs> so okay. they're making a choice for her. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, that's a reality. This no, is why at reality. the end of all the reality love shows, they never stay together. Of course. You know? They told yin yangs putting them together, right? After Ryan was eliminated, he was extremely upset. He went to Vegas to drown his sorrows. Uh, so after Megan, Freaking, that's such a it. That is such a fa- right farce of a show eh? to take it that seriously. Yeah. Really, right? He like that's what I mean. Like just because he didn't interview well, like wouldn't it be better for the show if they worked Got out together? Yeah. So. They want to uh, cause friction, though, so yeah. that's why they, they choose who they choose. So, uh, Megan wanted to get in touch with him after the show wrapped mm-hmm. to tell him, like, I still love you. Yeah, that didn't work for Ryan, though. He really wanted a beautiful blonde model on his arm, and he was going to find somebody else. Oh, jeez. So, we're so gonna... it didn't matter who it was. I don't think so. In that stature where she was. No, I don't think so. Okay. For him, anyways. For her, maybe. She, for her, it sounded like she really went for him. Yeah, but for him, I just think he wanted somebody. He wanted somebody in that stature. Yep. Somebody you know, that could be, get him someplace. Right. To yep. be rejected and off the show, that's not going to get him another show. No. But we're going to take a quick break here, and when we get back, we'll get into the next model on Ryan ar- Ryan's arm and what happened when it all didn't go Ryan's way. Dun, dun, dun. back so what do you think of the story so far um just questionable on a lot of uh people yeah yeah things that they do you know make this decisions made mm-hmm. like if they checked his background check would he have not been on the show well obviously i don't yeah. think he would be right but who knows they could have just overlooked it for more spark right you know so as i said before the break after ryan was eliminated he headed to vegas to go drink and spend money yep Two days after he was eliminated, two, on March 16th, 2009, Ryan and Jasmine had a chance meeting at a nightclub. Ooh, chance meeting? Like, they just ran into each other. Okay. So, Ryan asked for Jasmine's number and handed her his phone. Yeah. So, she put her number in there, but not only did she put her number, she put her birthday. Yeah. To, like, with the number. Right. So, he'd remember her. It is the same as Ryan's. Oh. They have the same birthday. So, this made them believe... That fate has its way. They were meant to be. So yes. on March 18th, 2009. They got married. At the Little White Chapel in Vegas. Yeah, of course. Yes. Were they drunk? Uh, are you allowed to be? I, 
I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like Vegas. Probably. Even being sober, I feel like Vegas, make you make bad decisions there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've never been. I've driven through there. And then and- actually, if you get married in Vegas, it doesn't stay in Vegas. No. You actually <laughs> are married. Me, when me and Nikki drove through Vegas to California, yep. some guy literally On the was side of the road. running across the highway in boxer shorts and a t-shirt. Oh. So we saw him jump the median coming running across what i go nikki what do i do she goes you're not stopping oh <laughs> he was he ran across the highway four oh lanes god. yeah it was oh crazy my god. like this is is this it this is what we're coming to oh yeah 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 uh, yeah and uh then it, once we hit california the whole you know one of those bed liners in the back of a pickup yep. truck came right flying out. out at us that's not too bad all this crap was happened while i was driving because it's scary we drove from people that don't know us me and my sister and my two-year-old niece at the time did you throw out the the sunroof none any spit go fly no (laughs) how about sandwiches no okay no so fingers every time (laughs) (laughs) when we were driving so anytime i was driving shit was happening when we were going through colorado yep there was uh what are those things tumbleweeds yep they're huge yeah they are I go, what do I do? Nikki's like, well, try to avoid them because they're hard. I, I always like thought tumbleweed was just like, it is, and it's prickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they scratch the hell out of the car. So yep. those were coming, flying across. across the road. Vegas, there's a guy running across the road. And then California, the whole bed of it, like a whole Came liner right up, flying, flying up, and it like hit and then went over us. Ooh. I was like, this Somebody's looking out for us. This is crazy. Let's just get to so, San Diego. Was that the last time you drove? Well, yeah, we were in California then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was like crazy. Uh, it was a long trip. Yeah. Especially that's with a, the two-year-old. That's a four-day trip. Yeah. I think it took we, that. Yeah. I think you guys did it. I think you. The first stop was Ohio, Ohio. I believe. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good 15 hours. Yeah. You know, I think. Well, we kept having I, <laughs> the second. So we dropped Dustin off at the airport. And yep. That's when we started our trick. Yeah. The second we dropped him off, we stopped at Dunks, got Merrick, apple juice and something else. Yeah. Next thing you know, she throw up everywhere. Oh, <laughs> all over. So, so, so we're going to stop. Yeah. And it, we're still in Boston. <laughs> oh, God. It was quite the trip. And we were me and Hunter were talking about this. She went to San Diego twice. Mm-hmm. She went with me and you. Mm hmm. I was like, I thought I was the only one that went twice because no. I drove there and then I flew there with her. I've been there more than that, but I'm a lot older than you guys. Yeah, I've been. Yeah. I've been everywhere, where, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been to Hawaii twice. Not many people can say that. Who? Me. You. Yes, you have because I've only been once. I've been to Maui, too. Yeah. yeah. I was, so I was watching Mysteries of the Band and have you seen that show? Um, I think I watched maybe half of it runs too slow for me really yeah so one of the places was on Kauai, yep. and it's a old hotel in um uh blue hawaii yep yep was filmed there and like elvis presley movie yep. another uh movie was filmed there and like a bunch of stars used to go there but a tornado or hurricane ended up taking it out yeah apparently hurricanes never hit hawaii which is crazy right right except for Kauai has been hit three times with different types why they're just right in the I route. think is Kauai the biggest one? No, I thought Hawaii was the biggest island. I think Hawaii is. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I was watching that and I'm like, 
I miss Hawaii. It's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful, but where we you need was yeah. Too you many can't go people. to Honolulu. Go to Maui was yeah the most is Quiet, gorgeous. And I mean, there were some spots we went on the we went up the mountain. Yeah, to the the uh, volcano. Not up the volcano, up the mountain. I'm trying to think of the name of it. I know what you're talking. It was an old volcano. Was it? Yeah. No, there was no black rock. Are you sure? I'm positive. Because when we, you, Nikki brought me on the same waterfall trail as you did. There was black rock. There was uh, lava rocks there. Yeah, I think there. That was on the other side of the island. Uh, this was on the beach side. I forget. Side. It's a diamond something. Diamond head. Yeah. That's what we climbed. I thought that used to be a uh, yeah, I volcano. Didn't see any, no, I didn't see any black rock. Guess, it was just the highest peak of the... Hawaii of the, is, it's gorgeous. But it is. There are states that will send their homeless people there. Give them a one-way oh, ticket God. to Hawaii. We went to... A they're, they're, dive bar yeah and i'm sitting there and i sit i always sit at the edge of my seat anyways instead of sitting back and i turned around there's a fucking cockroach Ew. right in the back and i'm like Ugh. why are you going to a dive bar uh, because that's where he always yeah. wanted to go and i'm like I, yeah he wanted to go there the, the last night that we were there and i said no i want to stay in because this was my last night with the kids yeah and uh, i got all, a little <laughs> angry it's like i'm no uh, maui like i don't recall ever seeing a homeless person there oh no Hon- honolulu mean, yeah i mean there was everywhere everywhere the only reason we even went and to roosters <laughs> so get this so this is the <laughs> thing the they the are an invasive species mm-hmm. and they actually took over a whole road because they attack people <laughs> they will attack people like and you're not allowed to kill them because they're an, I don't understand. Not, not it. an invasive. They're it's just they. Oh, so they were there. They were there, and then they just started taking over. Yes. Like cat. There's cats in Maui. They're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like when we were eating breakfast, cats would come up to you and sit in the chair next to you. Oh, the, I love that. Yeah. No. <laughs> what are you thinking about, you little shit? I love it. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Back to the what the story. So. Since Ryan had lied about having money, he started dipping into Jasmine's money because she had a full-time had, job. I had a full-time job. and yep. was He wasn't career. spending her money. I mean, he wasn't spending his own money, her money. Mm-hmm. So I oh think this... God, dump him! Right? I think this started a lot of contention between the two. Yeah, and about can't by now. About a month after they were married, Jasmine and Ryan were at a party in Vegas. While at the party, Jasmine was seen by Ryan talking to some guy that... You know, was yeah. it, wasn't him. Yep. She was just talking. Yep. To, so she not only is a model and she works promotion. So this is like her job is talking to people. Yep. Yep. So he got super pissed and punched her in the arm and <gasps> she flew into a pool. Ooh. Yep. So what the police were called dick. and he was arrested for battery um, consisting of domestic violence. And she forgave him. So did she? She by did the, the state file the charges. Yeah. By okay. the time our story ends, though, the case still hadn't gone to court. Oh my god. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. People saw it. He got so, arrested. He told his dad. Did she put a restraining order on him, or did I the state for two weeks? I or? don't think so. But you think who knows? I mean, he like she went to the pool. Like he got arrested. Spent a day or two in jail right. told his dad that it was a, he'll never go back to jail it was his worst experience of his life so it's 25 dollar personal keep, recognizance keep in mind that that he says he'll never go back to jail he can yeah. you know he yep. can't handle it yep. stuff like that 
So yep. this is now two times that Ryan has been charged with assaulting women. Why doesn't he just stop if he can't go to jail? In, yeah, right? in June of 2009, about four months after he, they were married, Ryan went to dinner with his ex-reality show love interest, Megan. So he can go to dinner with an with ex-girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, but, but she, she can't can talk, talk to, to anybody. anybody. And there's like rumors like his dad would uh, said, oh, she was making like out that? with a guy, a narcissist. Narcissist. No, her, his dad would be like, she was making out with a guy and Ryan didn't like that. That's why he did it. Oh, he, okay. people fall into okay. pools all the time. What do they call that? An enabler? Yeah. No, is, yeah. yeah. His father? Yep. Big time. So, um, Jasmine worked in Vegas. Like, her job was promotions and working. Right, yeah, right. Stuff so like she's that. got to talk to people. Yeah. So Ryan's just dickhead. <laughs> so anyway, while at dinner with Megan, Ryan, uh, she tells Ryan that he would be perfect for a reality show called I Love Money. <laughs> so he was cast that, that sounds so adequate for his yep. actions the third season of I Love Money and it was to be filmed in Mexico okay, so while he was away Jasmine was actively trying to annul the marriage so that she, assault yep. happened he goes to do this show and they, they're done they've yep. broken up Yep. and she's trying to annul the marriage and he spends the whole time on the show Calling and emailing her, begging her to yep. take him back, yep. blah, blah, blah. Did, uh, does she have to get his signature for a moment? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And so, he signed off, maybe? I don't think so. No. He's trying to convince her to take him back. Right, right. So I think it worked because when he came back, they did hang out. Oh. So. August 13th, 2009. So June, August. I mean, mm-hmm. it's right there. He mm-hmm. went to the show, filmed the show, and this is basically right after he came back. Yep. Ryan and Jasmine arrive at San Diego Hotel because they were going to be in a poker tournament, or Ryan was. Yep. Like a celebrity bullshit. Yep. Have a girl on your arm. In the surveillance tapes, we see them arriving at the hotel, and mm-hmm. in the video, you can also see them unloading their luggage. Yep. Which you would remember on the right. show. Right. Very specific luggage. Yes. He, yeah. Same luggage. During the time Ryan was playing, Jasmine was on the phone texting Robert Hasman. It's an ex okay. of Jasmine's. Yep. Who they reconnected. Okay. He was a high-end real attire. Real. Oh my God. Realtor. 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 And they were planning on getting back together. Who? Jasmine? In, in this. Yeah. Robert guy. Yes. They were, Jasmine yeah, and they were, Yeah. Planning on getting back together. Yep. yep. But so, she just went to the tournament. I don't know if it was an it obligation. Was pre- yeah. Stuff like thinking, that. But they had share a room. I don't know. Maybe they were just, she was just trying to end it amicably. Like trying to think, I'll get, you know, get him to sign the papers and we can still be friends. Who knows? I would stay in the same room. No. Forget that. Uh, So one of the texts that she sent was, send a plane for me. Come get me. I'm coming back to Vegas with you. I'm done with Ryan. Nice. That was like verbatim text. Yeah. And also, so I don't bring this up at all. Yeah. And it's brought up. I don't think in this show, but another show where when she was like before Ryan got back, she went with her mom to pick up her, an ex, her ex-husband because she was married previously. How old is she? 24? Oh, I think she's older than that. Is she older than that by now? She was born in the 70s. 77. And? This is 2009. So she had a short marriage previously. He went to jail for drugs. Yep. So she yep. went to pick him up and they had relations. Yep. So she was, like I said, done with Ryan. Right, right. So she had relations with her ex-husband. Yep. So. Comfy zone. Yeah. But she, like I said, she was done with Ryan. Right. I don't even think he, they knew about it, but TMZ had pictures of her. Of, with meet. him. Yeah. So. 
Who knows if that went that into that? That triggered that's yeah. Of course it, of course it does. So at the tournament, Ryan goes up to Jasmine and they start arguing. They, it was believed that Ryan had seen what she was texting. Oh. The arguing got so bad that Ryan and Jasmine had to leave the tournament. They weren't like asked to leave, but it was, it was evident. Yeah. She, yeah, it's time to get away. They ended up going to a club called the Together. Ivy. Yep. Oh Only to God. spend the whole time arguing. Yeah. It's like, I just freaking go. I, if I was yeah. to leave that place, it was like, see you later, bye. I think it's just like. Somebody gets in that zone, and it's just, this is what That's it is. That's a control yeah. zone. Yep. The last text that Robert got from Jasmine's phone said, suck it. And it's believed it was Ryan that sent it, not Jasmine. Oh. So he got her phone. By that time. Yeah. Jasmine. So she wasn't dead yet. No. No, we can see her. We see okay. her again. Okay. So Jasmine and Ryan leave the IV at 1.30 a.m. and head back to the casino where the poker, poker tournament was to get her car. She had a white Mercedes. Okay. So by all accounts, Jasmine seemed okay. They left the casino at 2.30 a.m. And this is the last time anyone would see Jasmine alive. But we would see Ryan. Now they didn't... Anything in the parking lot picking up a car? Well, they saw the people... Like, they saw Ryan come in the hotel. So from 2.30 a.m. until 4.30 a.m., Ryan isn't seen on any surveillance anywhere. Now he came back in the hotel by himself? Yeah, at 4.38 a.m., Ryan is seen yep. on the hotel camera running down the hallway to their room. Okay. Like, panicking. Did you? Okay. Do you not remember the video? Um, Vaguely. Yeah, like vaguely. he's running. Yep. Uh, the next time we see him is at he's 6... He's carrying a bag. Not yet. Not yet. No. not Next time we see him is at 6.24, and he leaves the room with all his clothes in his arms. Mm -hmm. So he has his arms full of clothes and, like, a hanger hanging. So it's all probably not, bloody clothes. Well, no. He took everything out of the suitcase. Oh. And carries all his clothes out so he doesn't leave with the suitcase through that door. Yeah. Yeah. So Brian then left the hotel in Jasmine's white Mercedes and went on his merry way. Okay. So now we're back at the beginning of the story. Okay. A body was found in a suitcase in a dumpster of an apartment complex. Yep. yep. When the police discovered the body, it was clear this was a homicide. The woman in the suitcase was nude and put in uh, the fetal position. Yep. So like... Scrunched yep, up. Scrunched up. And she wasn't a big thing. Anyways. No, she's teeny tiny. Yeah. The woman in the suitcase. Oh, was it? It appeared that the woman was badly beaten because her hair was soaked with blood and her oh. face was swollen. I know. Once the woman was brought to the medical examiner's office, it was discovered that her fingertips were removed and her teeth were smashed. Of course. In an attempt to make it so she wouldn't be able to be identified. Yeah, identifier. The one thing the murderer didn't know was that breast implants have serial numbers. Duh. Right. Duh. So, but Nobody would you? Kill if they kill me, they gotta take mine. Yep, they would take my mom's boob if you kill her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, lucky for the investigators, the woman in the suitcase did have breast implants, and they were able to identify the woman as Jasmine Fior. So, would you have known that if you didn't have a breast implant? That yeah, if, I knew that because did you? I listened to. Well, I meant, but um, like, I'm trying to think of what what show first came out with. With oh we'll just get it off her breast implant. I mean, yeah, it wasn't that probably long like ago. Dateline or First Forty Eight stuff like that. No, something like Psych some after month. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Maybe, maybe the sanitized murder shows. Mur I love yes, Monk, but you know a lot of their shows do have some truth to it because yeah. they do a lot of research on yeah. it. Yeah, like too. CSI is so full of shit. Yeah. So full of You shit. can see it. Yeah. <laughs> when they searched her name, they were able to see that Jasmine was reported missing by none other than Ryan Jenkins. Okay. 
It is, so how, this was a couple days. Okay, so after. a couple, yeah. Okay. So in his report, he claimed that Jasmine dropped Ryan off at home after the poker tournament and said that she was going to get her nails done and never came back. So who's driving a car? Right. The police contacted Ryan about the missing persons report and asked him to come in to speak with them, and he said he had to go back to Canada for visa issues. He also made claims that Jasmine had run away before, so he wasn't worried. Okay, why? Why, you know? Come on. Where? Where's the proof that she did that? Because that's a lie. If that's the case, then why put it in... They talked to the family yet at this point? No. No. Well, I'm sure they do, maybe. I mean, she's she's an only child, so she's got a parent. Her mom. Her mom, yeah. Bob, that's right, too. No, Bob he just her, disappeared, sorry. yeah. So. Good dad. If he, if, the, my thought is, if she would run away, mm-hmm. why are we putting in a missing person's report if that's just what she does? Well, that's what I'm saying. It only puts he it did. so they don't look at him. Exactly. But, it, but of course, you're going to look, look at, at, yeah. Come on, That's don't, the first person they yeah. look at. Husband, they boyfriend. They got to eliminate. Yeah. Excuse me. No, they look at you. Of course they do. Come on. He, you he, are guilty. He's so suspicious. Yes. So. Now that Jasmine has been identified, what happened to her and how'd she end up here? So, I wonder if they uh, looked up his his record around the time. I think after they started, he started Digging. being like evasive. Yeah. yeah. It is believed because he never went and talked to them. No, no. All he has to do is avoid them. Yeah. yeah. Unless they have a warrant to yep. come, he doesn't have to say a thing. It is believed that after seeing those texts, Ryan flipped out and snapped. While in the car, he beat her up. They then drove back to the hotel, and like I said, uh, she's never seen again. They believe since their hotel was on the first floor, it had a little back uh, Mm -hmm. access Mm -hmm. to the parking lot. So he Mm -hmm. must have parked right at where their balcony dragged her right in. Yep. So, um, nobody noticed, right? Ryan ran back to the room at 4:38, probably to unlock the back the patio door, and dragged Jasmine out of the car, over the railing, and into the room. We know she's alive. When he dragged her into the room, because... Okay, there we go. The way she's bleeding? Well, a witness... Yeah, saw um, her walk in. Uh, no, they heard them arguing. Okay. So they heard... So she must have been knocked out unconscious? No, he just her beat in. her up, so in shock, maybe, yeah. like he's bringing her in. Yeah. So a witness in the adjoining room heard them arguing and believed that Ryan was trying to convince her not to press charges for beating her, her beating up. Beating her up. But he had beaten her so bad, like I said, her face was swollen, right. oh, blood yeah. in her hair, Everywhere. that he, that wasn't going to happen. So he lost it and then strangled her because she died of strangulation. But she also was beaten to hell. Yep. yep. He then it believed that he dragged her to the tub and removed her fingers and then flushed them because they've never found him. He broke her teeth and they found teeth fragments in her mouth and throat. So how sick to do that? What? Yes, it's How just nasty to do that. After she he did, fit in the suitcase, take her out, dump her in a pond or something. Why do you have to cut off disgrace? her fingers? Right. And he, like I said, got her nude mm-hmm. and then stuck her in yep. the. Yep. The same one they were the suitcase. The same one they saw in the hotel, bringing yep. the, when, into the hotel. When they were bringing it in, she was found was the it same hers one. Hers or his? I think it was theirs. Theirs. Yeah. So he took, then took the suitcase out to the patio. The, that way the camera didn't see him bring the suitcase. Once they were able to determine that it was Jasmine, they were able to follow, follow Ryan on the cameras yep, around the city, he was doing. driving around in Jasmine's car, I looking know. for a place to drop her yep. off. So they went, once they figured it out, they yep. did a, put out a warrant for his arrest, and they went and searched the room. The room had been cleaned. 
Yeah. Obviously. But that good. The patio wasn't. They found her hair and blood on the patio. Ooh. Good. 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 Yep. So, Brian but that's is still only circumstantial. Yep. Well, Brian is wanted and he knows that. Being from Canada is believed that he's going to try to run there. Mm-hmm. Since it took a, took a they couple... They expedite, don't they? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just what, go into the wilderness and be... His, his well, family, Canada, don't I mean, worry. That's where, that's where all the um, deserters would go, is Canada. Because conscientious... Would, yes. What did I say? Uh, conscientious ob- ob- objectors. Objectors. There we go. So, <laughs> they were... Uh, I think Canada probably has a role like if you don't want to fight, you don't have to kind of situation. Okay. They're more like I feel like they're like Switzerland or Switzerland where maybe they try not to get involved. Right, right. So, like I said, they found her hair and blood on the patio. Yep. Ryan is one like they think he's going to go up to Canada. There you. Oh uh, yeah, they're keeping an eye on him now. So he's a step ahead of them because it took a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he, he gone? Dropped her car somewhere. Yep. Yep. He went to Vegas to clean out his storage unit and got his boat. He then attached it to his Beamer and headed to Washington State. Just popping in the water and go. Well, that's what he was going to Washington for. Yeah, what? true. Yeah, he'd have to go from Vegas right. to Canada. Right. Yeah, right. California. There's no ocean there. No. Not yeah. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> um, while Ryan was running to Canada, the police finally found Miss Jasmine's Mercedes. Ryan had parked it in the bank parking lot in West Hollywood, about a mile from the apartment they shared together. So he dumped the car and walked home. Yep. Basically. Easy enough. So when the police found the car, they found more evidence there. Quote, we definitely know that there was a struggle between the two parties in that vehicle because of the swipes and motions from the blood evidence and the imprints of arms and hands, which was found on the back windshield, the passenger seat, and the back seat of her car. So he so dragged her in the back he, and beat he, the shit out of her. I think he was trying to clean it up, but probably blood. Oh, everywhere. Splatter. Yeah, everywhere. So... More evidence to him being a douchebag. Yep. Yeah, he's that's a sicko. That's out of control. Two assaults on two different people. Three. And then, well, now three. Three. Yeah. So he has the ability to snap. While they're, they were making their case against Ryan, he was doing everything in his power to make it back to Canada. Mm-hmm. Once Ryan made his way to Washington, he got into his boat and started taking it to Canada. Okay, trying, Ryan, to go, just trying to go across the border. Yeah. Without he, crossing the line. I'm yeah. Assuming. He found a marina and parked his boat there. Yeah. He got out and walked a half a mile and walked into Canada. No border patrol? There's certain places you can just basically yeah. walk. walk in there. Yeah. Who wants to go to Canada? I do. <laughs> <laughs> his half sister picked him up from the side of the road and brought him to Hope, Canada and helped him check into a hotel. Hmm. She was the one that went inside, booked the hotel room. Right. Nobody or knows motel. He's still there. At Thunderbird Motel. They must know that he has a half-sister in Canada. Oh, his whole family's in Canada. That's... He had help in, uh... You'll see soon what a wonderful group of people his family is. Jesus! It's all her fault. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Once they got into the room, Ryan's sister stayed for about 20 minutes and left. And that was what I wanted to highlight because the show never really brings it up. Right. But I have a... Just read that. Read that big bold right there. Pop minute. What? Ryan Jenkins's parents refused to believe he committed murder. Huh. Right. Yes. Right. So. Yes. <clears throat> August twenty third, two thousand nine. After not being seen for a couple of days and not checking out, the motel clerk became concerned and went to check on the op- occupant of the room, also known as Ryan Jenkins. <gasps> 
Hi, Ryan. Once a clerk walked in, he found Ryan Jenkins hanging. He had committed (gasps) suicide. You didn't know this? No. Oh, you must not finish the show. (laughs) No. After he murdered Jasmine, he had, because as he told his dad, he, after he was arrested for assaulting, Mm -hmm. he would never go back to jail. Yep. So he killed Ryan left a last will and testament, and if you can gather anything from this story about Ryan, is he's very obsessed with himself and his image and money. Yeah. I mean, he went on that show, I Love Money. His last words on paper were more the same. We're going to read that to you. Okay. Quote, I'm sure everyone thinks I am a monster. Let me tell you that Jasmine was, in fact, a far greater monster than I could ever be. I merely wanted to love someone. My heart and love for her was pure and powerful. It drove me and brought out the very best in me. I am sorry for running away from responsibility. There's no place for me in this world anymore. Jasmine was the key to my happiness. End quote. So he went Victimizing. from... Called her a monster and then said, oh, I can't live in this world without her. But he basically says, I'm sorry I ran away from my responsibility. So he killed her See, and, and he's he sorry. He, yeah. yeah. He not only killed her, but he had to have the last word in calling her a monster and then cry about... Oh, How, it's all yeah. poor me, poor oh, me, poor, so poor me. And he's victimizing the victim. Yep. Now, there's no doubt in any investigator's mind that he killed him. And all the evidence is there. Yep. There are people, though. <clears throat> His parents. Yep. Who believe he didn't do it. And his uh, half-sister. I'm going to read a few co- quotes from Ryan's parents about his death. He, uh, they blame Jasmine. Uh, as well, so. <laughs> uh, Ryan Jenkins. Grieving parents are struggling with the idea their son may have killed somebody. Quote, he was a good, he was good, he was kind, and we need to clear his name. This is his mom. I don't know how, but I'm sure evidence will prove it eventually. End quote. Okay. She says, not in a million years could her son have done this. Okay. Um, But it all leads up to it. Yep. So. And it's more than circumstantial evidence. It was on personal property, personal viewing of cameras. Really, dude? So, here we go. Yes. Quote, a lot of these things were just silliness, like the charge in California. Okay. Uh, All right. He, the guy was, he was a bad luck. charged with pushing her in the pool. Yeah. He felt like the, it was a police state. People push each other in pool every Saturday afternoon, and he goes to jail <sighs> for two days. That's ridiculous. Oh, come on. He turns around, and his wife's kissing another gra- guy, grabs her hand, starts walking away, and they're arguing, and he just pushes her in their pool. Well, big deal, end quote. Oh, that's the mother? No, that's the father. That's the father. What a fucking dick. Quote, he went to Hollywood and something down there in the last four months, including this girl, just destroyed him. She would take off for days at a time and lie. And Ryan was lonely and distraught and alone down there. She was his only friend and she'd just disappear. It was hell on earth. I advised him 50 times to get out of that relationship. End quote. Are they high? So, he, yes. He, stop. That's enough. (laughs) <laughs> only friend but he was going out to dinner with his ex-girlfriend uh-huh. he was on these reality shows he had friends in Vegas shut the and fuck up and he was freaking devastated this is what the parents are saying like I can understand you saying I don't think my son did this but to victimize the victim that yeah, your son murdered not, yeah let's be, find out who did it and not and yeah. not put your son cut, on a pedestal cut her fingers off crushed her teeth and then another quote was like he he faints at the sight of blood. He couldn't have done it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, bullshit. Like I'm sorry, no, your son no, no, no. murdered somebody, but it's like totally ridiculous. People are gonna be afraid. They're probably like, ooh, but if we admit it, then it's our fault that he did this. No, his right. He wasn't in the right state of mind. If he is was hang himself, 
I think he, he just couldn't have been. No, I think he was. He was in the right state of mind of I'm not going to jail. Yeah, but I, if I hang myself, to, they'll never prove it was me. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but situation. Yeah, He's but like, there's no life after death. You know might, what I mean? He might it would think be so. a different way that he, oh, well, regardless if there was, he's going gonna to hell. charge me type deal. I mean, that's his I'm going to make sure. Anyway. Yeah, I'm going to make sure my name's clear because you can't charge a dead guy. You know what I mean? Like that's basically. I know. In the people that need closure, he, like her family. Selfish, 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 yeah. selfish. Yeah, and they don't get closure because the guy isn't up there. We scream and holler. At hopefully, closing, yeah. You know, but the, closing, uh, I hope with the closure they could get is that he's dead too. Like her, their family's dead I, now. It is, yeah. but from a lot of it's uh, not listening to podcasts yeah. and stuff. It's not people, the closure. No, it's not the closure. The they final want, word. They want the victim statement. Yeah. You know, and I remember listening to one where it was a girl, and she was a little at the time, and she had her victim statement all written out. It was like two or three days before or a week before the guy committed suicide. <sighs> so the judge... Um, Let her read it. Yep. Yeah. Let her read it. It, I see. it. it just felt so much better, better even yeah. though he wasn't there, that she could release that. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah. I've seen yeah. some... Like, um, do you remember the Waukesha parade guy that killed all those people because he drove through the parade? Oh, yeah. Those victim statements? Is that North Carolina? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. The yep. victim statements of, like, one of this guy's mother was killed, and he basically just fucking... I will piss on your fucking grave yeah. when you die. You like, can, they can't hold, and you they cannot the ju- tell you what to say. And they the guy was say, sitting hey, there hey. laughing. The guy that that mm-hmm. was charged with it was mm-hmm. laughing. Oh, mm-hmm. that trial made me so mm-hmm. mad. Remember Hunter? Isn't that the one he was trying to uh, kill his girlfriend or something yes, like that? Yes, trying to hit her with a car, and then he yeah. hit eight people and killed them. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, the dancing grannies. Yes, God bless them. Ugh. And the, the two couple kids. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I hope like those quotes time has gone by and they hit reality and they've right. accepted this but to come out and say that shit mm-hmm. come on nope. be a little more have a little more cooth come yeah. on yeah so that's a crazy story right yeah yeah it's kind of sick it, I just feel bad for but her he mom would, the only child I, don't, I feel bad for the, I'm just wondering through all of who he was and who he saw, who he associated himself with, yeah. that nobody caught it. Well, they were, it's just he kept doing it in different spots. You know what I mean? Like Canada. How there, how many more charges were up there that we just don't know about? But wouldn't the parents know about it? Dude, but they're not going to tell two you. two two together? Yeah. They're not going to tell you, you that. You know, I don't think... They, uh, if he was raised, like if he's so narcissistic and he was raised by people that... Stroked his he his ego, yep. made him think he was yep. this. He went on live TV and or reality TV and lied, saying I'm a millionaire. It's just, technically his dad's money. Nobody, none of his family's like. No, What's you're his not. dad's name? Was it Robert? I don't remember. Could've, they could have just mistaken him. Right. Who knows? But still, it's just ridiculous. He's my father's social security number. <laughs> so yeah, that is. It's totally. It's ludicrous and it's, it's so sad. I feel yeah. Like I Too said, her young. mom. Yep. Yep. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to follow us on our socials. Facebook is the Macabre Family Podcast, as well as TikTok. Instagram is Macabre Family. We have an email, macabrefamilypod at gmail. You can email us at any time with episode suggestions, questions, anything. Please, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any place you listen and rate us there. It helps us out. And next week, or the week after. Yep. 
we will be doing episode two of I will the Play watch it. <laughs> You gotta remind me. Put it in my text. It looks from the picture. It looks like eighty, like from eighties. Eighties. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's that was prime time. Late seventies, early eighties. Yep. So thank you, everybody, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.